Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 244 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Utter Megan. <laughs> Also known as Megan Roberts. Thank you, Megan. Thank you, Thank Megan. You, you have a Megan. great name. And you spell it right, I always have to say. Oh my goodness. Today we will be discussing part one of chapter 17 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, a sluggish memory. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to recall your way through the details. Hey. And before we begin, let's have some weekly profit news. So, Warner Brothers Studio Tour London is expanding again. Love that for them. It's exciting. Yes, they are recreating the greenhouse um, set. And it says... (laughs) Where does it say? other oh there's more new additions hold what? on okay hold on it says i knew that this was coming so i didn't read the article because <laughs> i was like oh yeah i wanted to talk about that but i didn't realize there was more so it says um periodically organizers add to the tour and that's what's happening now with the addition of a tantalizing mandrakes and magical creatures area other new additions include a fountain from the hogwarts courtyard and a scale <laughs> version of the burrow that's pretty cool cool. that's really neat it says visitors to the greenhouse will have the opportunity to mess around with a potted mandrake just like a hogwarts student it's part of an interactive presentation apparently it literally it says apparently in the article it's kind of weird anyway (laughs) visitors will also get to experience the great hall to the frog choir scene as seen in prisoner of azkaban featuring the actual costume of professor flitwick as the conductor um for fans of filmmaking, there will be tons of opportunities to see how the movies are made using CGI and scale models for the plants in the greenhouse. So who knows, with all of your newfound skills in cinematic production, you might become the next producer of a Harry Potter spinoff. Wouldn't that be sweet? I wish. That's really cool, though. I, I, really, I really am happy to see that Warner Brothers Studio Tour in London is adding interactive things, because that is definitely the one thing that leaves Jen lacked was interactive, but that's because it was very much focused on like real life props that you're not going to be allowed to touch, obviously. Right. right. Um, and that was like one of the cool things about like Philly and also mm-hmm. about Warner Brothers studio tour in Hollywood is like, it was super interactive because it was recreations. So like, okay, you weren't seeing the real thing, but, like, it was made to look exactly like it, and it right. felt like you were in it because you could actually, like, go in it and touch it. Yeah. So that's the difference. So, like, it's cool that they're creating something there that is like that because it was very much more museum-y than the mm-hmm. other things that we've seen recently. And I, for one, I enjoy both. Like, I like both of those things. Like, I want to see the real stuff. Yeah. Like, this was used, you know, in whatever movie. But mm-hmm. then also in Philly, 
that was it was fun to get to like pull like you could pull a mandrake up and stuff so that like you know i like both of the aspects yeah like that was the one thing that like that's just the biggest difference between those like traveling ones and i mean hollywood did have some some props but it was much more focused on like photo opportunities and interaction which Mm -hmm. was neat so like Mm -hmm. to to begin blending that in Leavesden would really make Leavesden stand out even more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that it needs to because it's Leavesden, but right. <laughs> it would, you know, but it would still, it's still really cool to like have more photo ops because obviously it's cool to get a picture standing in front of the actual potion set. But like what was cool about Hollywood is like it looked like you were on the potions set when you took mm-hmm. a photo. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, yeah. Totally. Okay, it wasn't the real thing, but like it looked really real. Yeah. So the real real. The real real. That the dumb commercial. Real. I don't think that it has a date. Let me double check. I did not mm. see a date in here as to when this is opening. Uh sometimes they just July like to leave you first to September twelfth. Oh, so it's te- it's temporary. Oh well, I wonder if maybe they wouldn't build the greenhouse for it to be temporary, I don't think. But maybe the other things are temporary. Maybe. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we touched on this because I don't know when they are actually, like, dropping. Did we talk about the new... We personally, us, talked about the new um, Lego sets that are coming out. But I don't know if there's a beneficial drop date for those new sets. I can do a quick search because, yeah, those are really cool ones coming. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who are interested in uh, the Harry Potter Lego sets, they have Dumbledore's office coming out. So Mm -hmm. your girl is going to be getting that set. I'm quite interested in the Shrieking Shack. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And also the Ministry and Grimald Place. And I need to get the burrow. Okay, there's like a lot. So, uh, the summer 2022 wave, which have a release date of June 19th, are the Hogwarts carriage and Thestrals, uh, the Hogwarts courtyard, Sirius's rescue, Mm -hmm. Hogwarts Dumbledore's office. The Ministry of Magic, which looks so cool because it's like the green brick or like the the green tile with like the red windows. It kind of reminds me. It's like more so what you see during like the battle between Dumbledore and Voldemort. Green and like the windows like like curses that are playing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Or Christmas or Christmas. (laughs) Also, the Hungarian horntail. The Shrieking Shack and Whomping Willow, which is pretty cool. Okay, so both of those for sure. Yeah, and then Grimald Place. Okay, that too. And Take my money, Lego. Like, <laughs> Grimald Place looks sick because it's like the two townhouses on the side with number 13 in the middle. 12. Sorry. Okay. 12. Who are you? Are you um, all right. Yeah. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> They have awesome. Actually, I'm going to drop this link in Discord because it's really cool. And they have a lot of like up close photos of literally everything coming, which is really neat, which I always mm-hmm. love. Um, 
I love the Sirius's escape because it's like the courtyard with Buckbeak, which is pretty mm-hmm. cute. And then that horntail looks awesome. It really does. Dumbledore's uh, office looks sick. I will be accepting Legos as birthing gifts. Um, <laughs> I appreciate everyone and their time. <laughs> yes. The ministry one is so cool. It has like the statue. It has the like ministry banner. It has a telephone booth that like comes down. Uh- but it also has Umbridge and her Patronus. So, always... like, this is Deathly Hollow's ministry. I mean, FYI. Plastic melts, so it's fine. Dang. Um, so you get the trio as the people that they turned into, which is kind of neat. Oh, I love it's pretty it. Cool. That's, That's cool. so cool. The horntail <laughs> is really cool because it is, like, mostly just a display piece. So you, like, build it on this stand and then there's Harry on his broom like sticking out like he's flying in front of it and then the egg is at the bottom so that's pretty neat i want lego buckbeak i know lego buckbeak looks cool but i'm just saying the shrieking shack one wow haven't got to it yet so it's like the whomping willow is like sideways and like you can put like it's got hermione like in the willow like how it like wraps around her because you know and then it has like a knobby knob on the side a knobby knob uh that oh my god it comes with werewolf lupin (gasps) i can't it also comes with padfoot and what serious and scabbers and peter look at the wee little thestral mm-hmm Oh my I need this God. so much. It hurts. You do, Katie. Those are for you. those were made for you. They were like, yeah. and Grimo Place set for Katie. <laughs> Grimo Place comes with so many characters. It's Molly, the twins, Creature, Crookshanks, Tonks, Kingsley, Harry, Sirius. Oh, <gasps> is, is that, that Crookshanks? Yeah, I just, I literally... I'm you so know what sorry. I find odd, though, and, like, totally misplaced? Is the fact that they have pictures of children playing with these sets. Yeah, yeah that's These are wrong, not for right? you, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, no. I'm sorry. Um, what's the age on the Shrieking Shack one? Oh, it says nine and up. That's bogus. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Marty takes Alana upstairs sometimes, like, if he's got, like, a meeting or, or whatever, and she always asks to play with the Legos. He goes, no, those are mommy's specials. <laughs> I gave her Legos, though, from the... Uh, Oh, what's that called? The Christmas box thing. What are those called? Advent calendar. Oh, yeah, the little, so, like, the little ones. She wrecks them, man. And I can't have right. you touching Hogwarts, girl. No. Right. <laughs> These are mommy's specials. Basically, my entire Potter shelf, which is absolutely overflowing at this point. I need a whole other one. You need another one. Um, Those are all mommy's specials. So she's these are do not touch. I love that. Do not yeah. touch. No touchy. So yeah, um, we're definitely gonna be getting Lego sets this summer. Um, I did yeah. take advantage of the Target sale that happened a couple of weeks ago. It was buy one get one thirty percent off, I think, or forty percent off. It was a really good deal for Legos, though. And I got the Burrow and what else did I get? Why am I blanking? I don't know. 
I don't know, because it's sitting right in our room. Well, anyway, yeah, I'm totally going to like, I wanted to do just like a sit, like a one sit through time lapse of me building it. I'm just going to like build it in one go and do a time lapse and put it on our YouTube. And then maybe the other one I'll do like on our Instagram. But I just haven't had time because I have like a newborn baby. You know, it's very busy. Eats Legos. So, yeah, that's the Weekly Profit. Make sure that you follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends, because if you like us, then hopefully they will, too. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Swish Flickcast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Flickcast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our exclusive Felix Files episodes, our Discord channel, our live recordings, trivia games swish flag boxes and more thank you all so much for your support (laughs) if you'd like to send your potter story or any fun things questions or concerns you can do so to our email which is swishflickcast at gmail.com thank you that was great thanks (laughs) oh katie tiffany what i can't recall what we're supposed to do? Do you get it? <laughs> Hilarious. I <don't> remember. <laughs> Recap. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. Very creative. Thank you. All right. So Scrimger, he's about as subtle as a brook through a window as he's trying to get information out of Harry. Is he the chosen one? Does it matter? Where's Dumbledore going? Mind your own business. Harry is a total B.A., though. Stands his ground, puts the minister right in his place, turns his back on him, walks right back into the house. Pretty sick. Um, Yeah, Harry Potter's not going to be giving the illusion that he is working for the ministry. Oh, nay, nay. I do not think so. Oh, nay, nay. Hmm. All right. It's time for a summary. Molly is weeby as she sends... All of the kids off and they get to use the flu network to go back to Hogwarts, which is a little different. Uh, the new password is abstinence. No. It's a big LOL. <laughs> and Harry does it best to do, what Harry does his best to convince Hermione that Malfoy is a Death Eater, but she still isn't having it. Apparition lessons are set to begin for sixth years and Harry and Dumbly have their next meeting. And also Harry makes him cry. Dumbles man through and through. Oh, that's cute. We are in the new year. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> Happy, Happy New, new year. year. Thank you. Currently still at the borough, and Harry, Ron, and Ginny are all lined up beside the fire. They're ready to head back to the Hogwarts. So wait, is it 1997 now? No. <laughs> Where's Sarah? It's- it's not that important. It's okay. I was just wondering. Wait, yeah, it would be because yeah. it ends in 98, starts. right? Yeah. 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 Yes, yes, yes. We know yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. I knew it. Ha! I was right. Ha! Ha! So this is like, I feel like one of the last few times the ministry actually like helps out Harry and crew because things are about to change. So the ministry had connected the Weasley's fire to the flu network for the students that are there to be able to safely return back to Hogwarts. Um, It's a good thought. Although 
you have Death Eaters working for you anyway, so... <laughs> Yeah, we appreciate the the uh, the gesture. Thanks for trying, but business. you still failed. Whatever. Anywho, only Mrs. Weasley was there to say goodbye to them because everybody else was at work. And Those responsible adults. Uh-huh. <laughs> Seeing them leave made Mrs. Weasley dissolve into tears. And this breaks my heart because, like, she's going to be alone again. And, you know, she's probably alone a lot these days because, you know, her children are either on their own or at school. Her husband is working a lot. And, you know, the whole Percy thing. I just, uh, my my heart aches for her. I feel bad. Plus, and she's so ever- worried about him all, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, she she eventually was, carries the clock around with her just to, to make sure, even though it's all pointing at mortal peril anyway. Right. Uh, so ever since Percy had stormed off, she had been crying like off and on. And we do find out, and we talked about it a little bit last episode, but um, Fred, George, and Ginny all launched smashed parsnips at Percy before he left. Um, so there's that. They all tried to claim like credit for hitting him in the glasses with these smashed parsnips because they were angry. And I don't know, like, at what point, like, between, like, what was said. Yeah. <laughs> you know real. what I mean? Like, I'm sure, I am sure that Fred and George had things to say. And Ginny is not sure. a quiet mouse. And so she's yeah. going to speak up. It just, like, what was, what caused the first thing to be said? I just wonder. Who, who, uh, who said something first? Who launched the first parsnip? <laughs> right? I just need to know. Um, and so Jenny tells her to try not to cry. She's patting her on the back. And then Ron, uh, is Ron, I guess is the only way to explain. He says, quote, yeah, don't worry about us, said Ron, permitting his mother to plant a very wet kiss on his cheek or about Percy. He's such a prat. It's really not a loss, is it? Uh, that's her kid that's her kid <laughs> Ron best to leave it alone oh poor thing this makes her sob even harder um and she hugs Harry and she makes him promise to look after himself and to stay out of trouble and he says quote I always do Mrs. Weasley said Harry I like a quiet life you know me <laughs> good jokes Harry Potter and he steps into that emerald fire. Oh, look at that. That was you very insane. Hey. <laughs> and he shouts, Hogwarts. You can't mess that one up, can you? And then some spinning happens. What if he said like, pig farts on I accident? was going to say that. Oh, look at you two just being Look warm. at us being married and stuff. No. I'm surprised nobody barfs in this. He doesn't like to spin, which is interesting because he always talks about how he like doesn't like how that feels. He doesn't like how apparition feels. But yet boyfriend will fly all over the place on the broom. Yeah. Is it because he's in control? Is that why you think? Mm. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. Like I'll get car sick, but I only get car sick if I'm like not driving. But if I'm driving, I'm in control. So I, it doesn't happen to me. So I wonder if that's interesting has anything to do with it i don't know somebody signs that i'm sure there's science 
out there. Science that. Science that for me. Um, but the cool thing is that Harry gets some glimpses of like other wizard rooms is literally what it says. Um, which were out of sight before he can even get a proper look at any of them. But I just thought that that was interesting. But like, can you like slow down and like peep into someone's house? Like, what if you're I was nude? wondering that. I what know. if you're nude and someone's like flewing through the the fireplace and they're like, oh, sorry, like what? Right. I thought the same thing. Like, maybe you always got to put a grade up. <laughs> yeah. Again. I guess it's your own fault if you leave yours open. Yeah, because you to can, the flu you network can shut them. But like, what if you forget? What if it's I mean, like you forget to close your blinds? I was just gonna Ugh. say that. Yes, <laughs> I know. I you know, Katie experienced that walking through Lakewood. Yeah, fun story. I was walking through Lakewood, and like, <laughs> I just like to look at houses as we're yeah, walking. I, I, and I get it. Yeah, and I look up because it's like a cool setup how it was, and there was like windows up top and like. The little triangle of like the roof yeah. and there's someone standing there straight up shirtless and i was like oh and then like as soon and as they, they realized yeah and we they made were eye like, contact <laughs> made eye contact and waved. then like, they yeah. ran away really fast <laughs> so now every time i pass that house i think about it <laughs> oh my gosh oh that's so funny uh, anyway how we remember the house too yeah Close your uh, close your fire to the flu network if you're gonna be in the buff. I guess that's a, a lesson <laughs> we, can, we can learn. Yeah, that's the lesson of today's episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so finally slowing down and coming to a stop squarely in front of Professor McGonagall's office fire, and after all three of them were through the fire. They left and they went to Gryffindor Tower. Bobbles, said Ron confidently when they reached the fat lady who was looking rather paler than usual and winced at his loud voice. No. (laughs) She said, what do you mean, no? There is a new password, she said, and please don't shout. But we've been away. How are we supposed to? And then Hermione saves the day. Okay. Uh, I just course. thought that I just thought that that was funny because she's like, no, <laughs> mm, no, <laughs> hard pass. But like, shouldn't that information be like sent to prefects or something? You know? Uh, yeah, I would think so. Wouldn't you oh, think yeah. like maybe a Christmas owl would deliver like, hey, yo, here's the next password or whatever. Here's the know. updates, prefect. They need to get into email. Hmm. Text messaging. Yeah. It's a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Welcome to the party. Wow. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. Oh, man. When your jokes kind of land. Okay. <laughs> and so she's the. She only says hello to Harry and Ginny. So she's like, this is me. <laughs> yeah. Holding that until something is done about it. And she's been visiting Hagrid and good old Wither Wings. And um, she's like, Ron goes to respond to her and tries to tell her that everything is crazy eventful. Because Scrudge Mirror United showed up at his house, but Hermione completely ignores him. 
And she goes, quote, I've got something for you, Harry, said Hermione, neither looking at Ron nor giving any sign that she had heard him. Oh, hang on. Password. Abstinence. I wonder if it has anything to do with our lovely Gryffindors this year. Maybe. What a suggestion. What are all the other houses looking like? I'm sure they're all bad. (laughs) Every single one of them. So the fat lady has a little bit less gusto than usual. And Harry's like, what's up with that? And Hermione had figured this out. So she said, quote, overindulged over Christmas, apparently, said Hermione, rolling her eyes. Hermione, come on, she's of age. And she led the way into a packed common room. She and her friend Violet drank their way through all the wine that is that picture of the drunk monks down by the charm corridor. (laughs) (laughs) And I love this. I think it's so great. Does someone have to repaint that wine before it's like restocked? I don't know how that works. Oh my gosh. That's a really good question. Janine said that she thought it was supposed to be abstinence from drinking because the fat lady drank too much. Oh, I thought it was abstinence because everybody yep. in sixth year is like pairing off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's funny. That I is, bet that's I, probably I, correct. It probably is the drinking. Ha! <laughs> that's funny. Oops. Hey. My bad. That's why we're picking these things apart. Listen, Juan Juan's in my head, so I don't know what's going on. Juan Juan. Guess who? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Tony's me? You do that, like, too well. (laughs) (sighs) But I said good for you, ladies. Merry Christmas. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. So she, being Hermione, she goes to her pocket. She pulls out a small scroll of parchment with Dumbledore's handwriting on it. And Harry is so happy that he has a new date for a meeting with Dumbledore. um, And it's actually scheduled for the following night. And he says that he has a lot to tell him and Hermione. And just at this moment, he is cut off by a loud one, one. Here's (laughs) lab, lab. She's coming to see her love, and she flung herself in Ron's arm, and several people nearby are sniggering at this because, like, it's a lot. And Hermione, at this, gives a, quote, tinkling laugh, and I had to look that up, which means to make light of. So she's trying. Um, at this point in her brain, she's probably like, there's no chance for us, so I'm just going to, like, try and get over this. Yeah. But you don't. <laughs> So she's obviously trying, in my opinion, to overcome what she's actually feeling. Good try. But no. And so she points out a table nearby and she's like, hey, Jenny, you coming? And Jenny says. No, thanks. I said I'd meet Dean. Boo, Dean. (laughs) Boo. Boo, you stink. Boo, you stink. And Harry notices that she doesn't sound very enthusiastic, but is this wishful thinking on Harry or is she truly over Dean? I think she's ready to be with Harry. Yeah, I feel like Felix and push him like helping her through the portrait hole just was like, that's not a reason to break up. Do you know what I mean? So like Mm -hmm. she was over it. She was looking for any way out. And girl, I've been there. So (laughs) I get it. 
Uh, so they leave Ron and Lavender with their, quote, vertical wrestling match that is going on, which I put a big LOL to. Interesting. Uh, and Harry finally can explain everything to Hermione. So Harry asks how her Christmas was, and she's like, oh, fine, nothing special. How was it at Wan Wan's? <laughs> and so funny. Harry. Do you think she ever calls him that later in life to like, yes. Get oh, him? for sure. Yeah. Thousand percent. Uh, Harry here, in my opinion, is expecting something of Hermione that truly isn't fair. I think mm. he is expecting her because of the break from Christmas holiday to just kind of like be over this. Mm. But you cannot expect somebody to because like realistically, she is kind of like mourning her relationship with him that she thought she could have you know what i mean and it's also essentially at this point in time the loss of a friendship a yeah. deep connected friendship yeah think of all the things that they've been through together just in the past you know right. five and whatever many months five years and whatever you know yeah like that's oh harry yeah oh, harry and so they, he they need to talk about it and harry's just like can we forget about it go back to normal okay but literally i'm harry in every situation can we like can we just like get over this <laughs> and it's not good because if you just like get over it you don't actually get over it and nothing gets solved so like yeah i'm I the understand. talk it to death person yeah oh, i'm not see, i'm the we need to like i guess i have a, me a middle ground you are you're pretty middle like you you judge whether or not you want to spend your time on things yeah. And then you know, yeah, you're really, yeah. you're pretty you're pretty good at that. That's a skill. I try. I don't have that. <laughs> I just like, make um, you do it when I want to. <laughs> I like to not make waves. I would like everybody to be happy and rainbows and butterflies. That's literally me. Oh <sighs> man. So Harry looks at her and goes, look, Hermione, can't you? And she interrupts him and says, no, I can't. So don't even ask. And she says this flatly. So, like, there is no budging on this right now with her. And he goes, I thought maybe, you know, over Christmas. And then she tells him it was the fat lady who drank a vat of wine, not her. Let's move on. <laughs> oh Which I thought was funny. Um, so Harry says she looks too fierce to argue with. And I said, yes, drop it. She fierce. clearly is not ready to talk about it. So don't force her to talk about it. Um, so they drop Ron and move on. And he recounts all that he'd heard between Malfoy and Snape, which actually I like already forgot that Hermione, like they didn't have the opportunity to tell her this yet. And like this happened before the holidays. Mm -hmm. So, so he goes or Hermione says don't you think and harry interrupts and finishing her thought he was pretending to offer help so that he could trick malfoy into telling him what he's doing and she's like well yes and harry's like yeah ron's dad and lupin think so but this definitely proves malfoy's planning something you can't deny that and she goes she answers slowly and says no i can't and he also then says that basically this confirms that he's acting on voldemort's orders just like he said. And Hermione is just like, mm. 
Did either of them actually mention Voldemort's name? And Harry tries to remember and is she's like, such like a bubble buster. I know. Harry's well, she's just, just be, so logical. Right. He's just going to be screaming on the inside. <laughs> I know. Like, oh. And he goes, I'm not sure. Def- Snape definitely said your master. And who else would that be? And Hermione says maybe his father, which to be fair for Harry, that's a bit far-fetched, I think. And I think that if you were to hear Snape say your master, you're assuming it's Voldemort. Like, well, let's that, just... That makes me really uncomfortable if it was Lucius. Like, I, I know. Just, I, I was like, Hermione, no. That doesn't sit well. <laughs> nah. It's time, it's time to at least listen to this theory. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Like, I understand that it's taken her a while to get there because, like we've talked about before, like, this this past time that they were with the Death Eaters was realistically the first time that Hermione and Ron were, like, really in the line of fire here with him. Mm-hmm. So, like, I totally understand her wanting to be skeptical because, like, they they truly did, like, go all in and believe him. And it was all false. So, like, you have to be feeling some way of, like, whoa, whoa, we really need to, like, slow down, make sure that this is what's going on. Like, I'm not jumping to conclusions this time. But, like, I think at this point, it's now halfway through the year. Harry's been having these thoughts since they were in Nocturne Alley, right, when they were, like, spying on him. Mm -hmm. So, like, at this point, I think that it is kind of time to like somewhat take this seriously. There's definitely something going on. And I think that it's worth their time to investigate. Yeah. And this like makes me think of when Harry in Deathly Hollows is like trying to explain the the Deathly Hollows to her and how it all like fits. He's even like shaking the snitch at her and being like, and I've got, you know, this one right here. I've got two of the Hallows. And she's like, no. And it's not until they talk to Ollivander after they get out of Malfoy Manor where she actually is like, oh, my God, this hallow mm-hmm. exists like the like the death stick exists, even though Ollivander doesn't know about the hallows. He does know that there's this, you know, the Elder Wand Wand of Destiny that mm-hmm. has has a bloody history throughout, you know. Oh, God, whenever the Peveril brothers did whatever they did. Right. And it takes that. And I'm not knocking her for this because you should always check your sources. And what's the science behind that? Well, in wand lore, Ollivander is one of, if not the top guy. I mean, he's literally the top guy now because Gregorovich is dead. He's but- the creme de la creme de Edgar. Right. <laughs> You're a mess. If you get that reference, we love you. Uh if you don't, we love you too. But <laughs> uh and it's not until she has that like that learned person, you know, that expert weighing in that she actually is like, oh snap, and then Ron goes along with it. And even though I feel like he's usually on the fence. He sides with Hermione and Deathly Hallows because he's trying to get back in her good graces after leaving. Um, yeah. But I think he's usually on the fence whether or not, like, he wants, he sees both sides. He's Katie. Hey. So, you know, it is what it is. Go for it. <laughs> All right. 
So she moves on and asks how Lupin is. Hot. And always hot. Um, And Harry says not great. And then like rehashes all the information about Lupin's mission with the werewolves. And Harry asks her if she knows who Fenrir Greyback is. And she sounds startled as she says, yes. And so do you. Um, And Harry's just kind of like, what? (laughs) Totally. Like this information just totally left him. She reminds him Malfoy threatened Borgen with him back in Nocturne Alley. He told Borgen that Greyback was an old family friend and that he'd be checking up on Borgen's process. Progress. Uh, And Harry gapes at her and goes, I forgot. But this proves that Malfoy's a Death Eater. How else could be he be in contact with Greyback and telling him what to do? And Hermione's like, it's a little sus. I'll give you that. It's a little sus. <laughs> but, and Harry is just exasperated at this point. And he's like, you cannot get around this one, Hermione. He's a Death Eater. And she's like, it could be an empty threat. Which, like, okay, yeah, but, like, there's too many other things pointing to the fact that he probably is, you know? Yeah. It's like if that was the only thing that you had, I would say, okay, yeah, it could be an empty threat. And also, like, you don't know who Malfoy Sr. knows. And, like, he could know him and, like... Wouldn't be might, surprised. Yeah. So, like, who, he could just be doing this. I don't know. I could see if that was all you had, though. But he's got a lot of other things pointing to this information and... I, like I said, I think I think it's time for Hermione to actually listen now. Mm-hmm. So Harry just calls her unbelievable and then says that he had a row with Scrimger and they spent the rest of the night just abusing the minister because, because Hermione agreed with Ron, actually, that the ministry had a great deal of nerve asking him for help. Mm, true. Um, so that was their night. And Harry said that the rest of the night was quite amicable. Because they just like abusing Scrudgemere. So then the next morning term started and there was a large sign in the common room that showed up overnight for the sixth years. And it is reading this verbatim apparition lessons. If you are 17 years of age or will turn 17 on or before the 31st of August next You are eligible for a 12-week course of apparition lessons from a Ministry of Magic apparition instructor. Please sign below if you would like to participate. Cost 12 galleons. Holy moly. 12 galleons is a lot of moolah. How much much is... Oh, go. Go. I think you're going to ask what I'm going to ask. Go ahead. How much is a wand? Yeah. I think it's like 12 galleons... I think it's like 10. It's got to be. Okay. No, they're $25 a piece. Okay. But this enables you to disappear and reappear somewhere else. But like that should be something (laughs) that. Oh, there's. (gasps) There's seven galleons. Wands are seven. Yeah. Yeah. That's cheap. Dang. This should be something that like. You just get. Yeah, I feel like you should just know it. It just seems tw- that's a lot of money because mm. 10 galleons is 250, so 12 is 300. 
Mia did. I mean, she you said, gotta pay the instructor. Mia said driver's yes. ed wasn't cheap. <laughs> I don't even. Mm. I don't actually. I don't remember how much driver's ed was. I didn't take driver's ed. Maybe that's yeah. See, the, at least at least that's a thing though. Is like it's not required that you do driver's ed. Well, you're not required to operate. But you can still get your license. You just have to wait a little bit longer without driver's ed. Like you can get a driver's license without driver's ed. You can't get an apparition li- apparition less license you without. You can ap- if you go on the nocturnally market. <laughs> True. <laughs> the witch with the moldy fingernails is probably giving lessons back there. <laughs> also, yeah, a lot of schools offer driver's ed. So like that's Mine it's didn't. just weird. Hmm. I'm sorry. You do you not put, need to go to driver's ed, but you have to do list. so many hours. Megan does not like the fact that apparition lessons cost cash. It's a, a lot. lot of cash. Alright. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, we're all entitled to our own peppers and opinions. I, I can't change it for you. <laughs> Some schools it is included. You don't have to pay anything extra for it. In the wizarding world? No. Oh. <laughs> the driver's Just ed? Just in general, driver's ed. Oh, I thought you meant apparition lessons. How much is driver's ed? Like, what's the average Well, but also, ed? like I said, like, driver's ed, if you just wait until you're 18, you don't have to do it. And honestly, all driver's ed did for me was show me pictures of car crashes that terrified me, so... Do we just want to give kids PTSD before they get their license? I think that's the goal with driver's ed. Holy moly, ma'am. Okay, it's true. So that's literally my- all I did. You paid how much money and all they did was show me pictures and videos of car crashes. Like, what on I earth? I don't know. It was dumb. <laughs> it was dumb, <laughs> Tiffany. It was dumb. So I looked up how much does driving school cost in Ohio? Driver's ed.com. Most driving schools in Ohio charge somewhere around $100. But you can sometimes find driver's education course for less than 50 Maybe it's so much because if you splint yourself, that's might, that might be like insurance ah. purposes, like to make sure that you can be rushed off to Mungo's and taken care of. Or maybe, mm. maybe the instructor is also like a healer, knows how to take care of that kind of stuff. Like, splinting your eyebrow, no big deal. But what if you, like, splint your leg or your arm? I don't know. But also, there's another one that says behind-the-wheel instruction usually costs around $300 to $400 from an approved driving school. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I got my license right away. Like, as soon as I could. But I don't know. I went to a school that wasn't associated, like, with my high school. I don't know what my mom paid. You know, I'm going to ask her. You can continue. Okay. Thank you. She's going to be like, I don't know. I know. She's literally going to be like, what? So I was just going to do a little uh, refresher on apparition from the wiki. In case at this point in our podcast or in your reading journey... You don't know what it is. And that's is it, okay if you don't. Is it a strawberry acai? Is it a dragon fruit? Tell me the what? best messed up refresher. acai oh. name that you've heard at work. Yes. I cannot say it on the podcast. Oh. What? 
However, a funny one that I can is just like the Akai. Yeah. I will say it took me a long time to know how to pronounce that word. A lot of people say Akai. Mm -hmm. Do you? So, okay. So like, for example, this is totally off topic, but like if Alana says a word incorrectly, I restate what she said and I say it correctly. And a lot of the times she'll say the word correctly back to me. Um, and it's like a nice way to correct someone without making them feel less than. That's usually what I do. I'll just be like, okay, okay so you'd like a venti strawberry SIE with lemonade. Okay, because people want to know how to say things right. a- like correctly, but they don't want to be made like feel less than. Or, people like, also like to say Trenty instead of Trenta <laughs> for the size. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so venti. you'd like a Trenta strawberry SIE lemonade. I'm going to say a trendy. <laughs> trendy. I've never ordered uh, that large of a size. I like it for the refreshers, like with water, because those aren't yeah. as sweet. And that's more of, I mean, they're called refreshers. It's like a refreshing drink. So like, especially if like Kate and I are splitting it. It's cool. Yeah. So. Or like, anyway. if you want a free water. Oh, yeah. Trenta waters. Woo. Love them. Mm. Woo. I love Starbucks yeah. water. Like, it's the bomb. <laughs> um. Now a word from our sponsor. BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life, but when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash swish thrice filtered y'all just saying <laughs> thrice uh I've so thrice. <laughs> i have asked you thrice for towels <laughs> <laughs> apparition is a magical form of transportation for those who do not know in which the user travels instantly from one location to another basically this is what we all want from the harry potter universe in our daily lives and yeah. if you Amen. don't want that then you're a liar This is accomplished by having the user focus on a desired location in their mind and then purposefully disappearing from where they are to reappear at the desired location. Apparition was by far the fastest way to get to a desired destination, but was tricky to pull off correctly and disastrous if botched, which we saw in Deathly Hollows with Ronald splinching his arm because Hermione had to redirect them in the middle of apparating, which is quite dangerous. Um, so yeah. Also, house elves can do it, which is cool. Um, with like no rules. Yeah. Thank you, Dobby. Harry Potter describes it as being as being felt. Hold on. Is feeling like being forced through a very tight rubber tube, which let me tell you. I think I would hate that feeling so much because I have major claustrophobia. 
not it major. Lasts like a second. I would rather do that than anything else. Yeah. I don't have major claustrophobia because like I'm okay in elevators and all that kind of stuff. But like if it's a space where like I could potentially get stuck, like can't get out, like not like, okay, I can get stuck in an elevator, but like whatever, like that's, I'm not physically constrained, can't walk around, like can't get like, like okay. tubes, like slides that are tubes that are enclosed. Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah. Because I envision myself getting stuck in them. And then, like, how am I going to get out of that? What is the fire department going to come and saw me out? What if they hit my head? Then I'm dead. Okay. That just <laughs> okay. I, I'm okay. just saying. Or, like, those people who go, like, hiking and then, like, squeeze through the, the rocks. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. No, I get it. There was this one TikTok I saw of this person who squeezed their little butt into this cavern through a hole that they had to literally like suck in so tight and then like had to like breathe a certain way to fit in it. I was like, how are you going to get out of that? Wait, can I take this one more nightmare level? The people no. that the people that squeeze through rocks that involve water caverns. Water. Yes. No. No. So anyway, people don't think wild, so. Man. I'd much rather winnow. I feel like that doesn't feel like getting squeezed through a rubber tube. Sounds Thank much more you, pleasant. SJM, for creating that. For I us. mean, either one. I'll take overflying. I because it's faster. Yes, but I don't hate flying. Anyway, while reading it, lavender. Comes up behind Ron, covers his eyes with her hands, and trilled. Guess who won one? Trilled? And Harry went off to follow Hermione because he did not want to be near that. And Ron quickly gets away as well. Uh, And as soon as he catches up to them, Hermione quickly speeds up to walk with Neville. And Ron didn't want to talk about Lavender. You could just tell by the look on his face. He just wanted Harry not to bring it up. So he just goes, so apparition should be a laugh, eh? And Harry said he didn't know because he didn't enjoy it much when Dumbledore side-along apparated him. Uh, Ron said Fred and George passed on the first test, but Charlie failed. And Ron really wants to pass on the first test. Because Charlie's bigger than him, so, like, he should be able to do it. And Harry asks when they can take the test, and Ron said, as soon as you're 17. Which means, March for me, and Harry reminds him, but you wouldn't be able to apparate in the castle. And he's like, that's not the point. Everyone would know I could apparate. Oh my god. <laughs> Can you get like stuck in the in-between? Oh my god, don't. <laughs> well now now Meg never wants to apparate. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> don't. I just don't know. Like what if like what if you get stuck there? It reminds me of how family guy made uh purgatory. They were just like literally floating there and they were like, this is okay. It's not great. It's not terrible. <laughs> it's so so. <laughs> uh, so like, I don't know. Can can you get stuck in the in between? That's that's a question. Sorry. I hope not. I hope it's kind of like if it's like the good place where it's just like a white room. I could deal with that. Crazy. No, the in between is just like some random house it's like it? with janice no you know what i'm talking about where like they go oh, to that the like void. white room with janice the void yeah the void. the void 
Have you ever watched The Good Place? I watched some of it. It's so good. I feel like you would really enjoy it. I tried to get into it. It didn't really work. I really liked it. I I think one of my uh, one of my plants is named Cheaty. Mm-hmm. All of our original it. plants are named from the good place. Uh, actually, Cheaty lost his head. He's still alive. But it's though. okay. He's still he's still alive. Jeez. Oh, I think it helped that we watched it with your mom, who like already loved it. Clementini might have lost his head. <gasps> Something happened Clementini. to those. I don't know, man. Probably your cat. What about Petey? No, they're outside. Petey's good. Probably a bird. Maybe. Pecking at it. Freaking birds. I'm just thinking of that TikTok I showed you. I'm such a plant mom. Oh my god, this is so funny. Such a plant mom. Uh, I'm gonna like gonna go to the nursery and just get a couple plants. I'm a plant murderer. <laughs> I, I don't keep so any of them alive. That's <laughs> uh, bad. All right. On that note. On that note, Harry Potter apparition. Uh, so Ron's not the only one who's excited about apparition. Obviously, that's like all that is talked about for the rest of the day among these six years. Um, Seamus is saying it would just be like so cool if you could just he snaps his finger, just disappear at will. And he says that his cousin does it just to annoy him. But wait till he could do it back. He'll never have another peaceful moment. I've got twin feels here. Um, and because he's not really paying attention to class, they're in charms right now. They're supposed to be producing pure water out of their wand. And he's a little too enthusiastic. And he lets out a hose-like jet. And it ricocheted off the ceiling and hit Flitwick right in his face, which I feel really bad about. Poor Flitwick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Flitwick wasn't happy either because he gave Seamus lines that were, I am a wizard, not a baboon, brandishing a stick. Yep. Um, so Ron tells their group, like, I think it's it's Seamus, Neville, and Dean. He tells them, well, Harry's already apparated. Someone took him side along, and he almost spills the beans and says Dumbledore, but he catches himself. And, of course, the other three are just very impressed and have to ask him all the questions of, like, what it felt like. And it spread, of course, like wildfire, because that's Hogwarts. And he's bombarded with questions from the other six years, literally for the rest of the day. Like, he has to lie about needing to go to the library so that he can make his meeting with Dumbledore because he's still answering questions at, like, 8 o'clock. Um, <laughs> and he's, like, kind of disturbed because no one seems put off at the fact that he's, like, describing how uncomfortable it was. Like, they're in awe. And as Meg said, he described it as being forced through a very tight tube. And Dumbledore also notes that a lot of people vomit the first time. So it really doesn't sound pleasant when you're first starting out. Can you imagine like teaching this class and like kids are finally successfully getting it and they're like just puking in those <laughs> rings that they have set up where they're supposed Ugh. to aberrate to? <laughs> like pew-pow, pew-pow, pew-pow. <laughs> Good thing uh, they can just like scourgeify. Boom. You're done. I know. Ugh. Ugh. Gross. Maybe take an anti-nausea potion. I guess. I don't know. That's a cool thought. Yep. The puke or the potion? No, the potion. Uh, Why would the puke be a cool thought? <laughs> I don't know. You didn't specify, so I just went with cool, it. Cool, man. Yeah, puke. Yeah, bam it. Um, so when he gets to the office, it's all like ready to go. 
Dumbledore's had two peaches. Yeah. He's up for it. The pensive is out on the desk, ready. And Harry wonders for like the hundredth time what happened to Dumbledore's hand. But he doesn't ask this time. Um, and before he can even mention Malfoy or Snape, because we all know he is absolutely dying to, Dumbledore says, oh, I heard that you met with the minister, the minister of magic over Christmas. And Harry's like, yeah, he's not very happy with me. And Dumbledore says, yeah, me either. And then he says, we must try not to sink beneath our anguish, Harry, but battle on. I and love the, that freaking line, man. Mm -hmm. And it makes Harry smile because they both know that the ministry is... It's kooky trash. right now. Yeah, it's trash. Yeah. Um, so Dumbledore tells Harry and us, basically, that it was actually originally Fudge's idea to make Harry put on this front like he's working with the ministry. Fudge. So here's this guy who totally tried to trash Harry Potter all of last year. And then in his last days of office, when he's super desperately trying not to lose his post, he tries to get a meeting with Harry, just trying to salvage any bits of his reputation, hoping that he would get his support. And Harry's obviously angry. And he's like, after everything Fudge did last year, after Umbridge. And Dumbledore's like, yeah, I told him there was no chance of it. And um, the idea didn't die when he left office within hours of Scrimger becoming minister. He demanded that Dumbledore arrange a meeting with Harry. I do like, though, how connected, like, everybody knows that Dumbledore and Harry are. I just really enjoy that. They're just like a, a little power duo. Like, if you want to talk to Harry, you have to go through Dumbledore. To go through yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Harry realizes, oh, this is what the prophet was talking about. This is why you argued. And Dumbledore says the prophet does report the truth occasionally, even if only accidentally. Yes, we did argue about it. But it seems that he found a way to corner you at last. Which is like, I still don't really even understand how he was able to, like, just go to the burrow. I know that they, like, don't have all those, like, protections up right now, I don't think. But it's just like, I don't know. I don't like I wondered that, too. I wondered if it had something to do with Percy. Oh, good call. Yeah, you're right. But um, I'm not sure. As far as I know, there was no, like, big-time protection like there was at the safe houses in Seven. Right. But that doesn't mean that there weren't protections put up because, I mean, Voldemort's back, obviously. Like, I mean, some people are in jail. Some people aren't. Um, So, like... There had to have been something, especially if you're going to, like, put Harry Potter there. Yeah. No Dementors outside the door. No trolls. Nothing. Chickens, yeah, chickens just, and gnomes. Just Numbly. chickens and gnomes. <laughs> and Wellington the poor gnomes boots. just become angels on top of the tree Jeez. against their will. All right. Anyway, so this part. This part we all love. So Harry says, he accused me of being Dumbledore's man through and through. And Dumbledore says, how very rude of him. Mm. And Harry says, I told him I was. So from the book, Dumbledore opened his mouth to speak and then closed it again. Behind Harry, Fox the Phoenix let out a low, soft, oh. musical cry. To Harry's intense embarrassment, he suddenly realized that Dumbledore's bright blue eyes looked rather watery and stared hastily at his own knees. 
When Dumbledore spoke, however, his voice was quite steady. I am very touched, Harry. This is so sweet. And you know how much it hit home for Dumbledore because, like, I feel like him and Fox are very connected. So for Fox to, like, whenever he does any sort of his music, it's something important. Mm. It's very sweet. I am, like, emotional about this. I know. <sighs> I know. Um, Harry, you need to get over yourself. People cry, but that's fine. He keeps his eyes on his knees. Does it like he kind of wants to give Dumbledore a little bit of privacy about it? Um, and he tells him, "Yeah, Scrimger also wanted to know where you're going when you're not at Hogwarts." And when Dumbledore answers, he does sound more cheerful, so Harry feels it's safe to look up again. And he says, "Yes, he is very nosy about that. He has even attempted to have me followed." <laughs> yeah, follow Dumbledore. Okay, amusing, really. He set Dawlish to tail me. It wasn't kind. I have already been forced to jinx Dawlish once. I did it again with the greatest regret. <laughs> uh, Why do they think that they can like do anything to Dumbledore? In regards to him, I mean, I honestly. The Ministry and the Wizarding World itself is lucky that he didn't turn out like Grindelwald. Mm-hmm, Can truly. you imagine? Can you freaking imagine? Dude. Yeah. It'd be Ugh. a very different Wizarding World. Yes. For sure. Ugh. Um, and I said that Harry must be taking a bit of a leaf out of Scrimger's book with the way he like fishes for information. He's like, so they still don't know where you go? And Dumbledore's like, yeah, no, and you're not supposed to know either yet, so just chill, because no time's ever the right time to know when it comes with Dumbledore until the time, or until your plan goes to poop, and you just have to hope that it turns out okay anyway, and that Harry Potter figures everything out, which he does, thankfully. And we stop with this chapter just as Dumbledore says, well, we should press on unless there's anything else you want to discuss. And of course, we know Harry is going to just launch into the Snape Malfoy thing. But that's for next time. That is Mm. for another time. There were a lot of good lightning bolt questions that came in. I saw them flying through the air. (laughs) So flying in in between like apparating students. All right. Morgan, do you think they had sex at at Hogwarts? No. 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 But if you watch Puffs, it was taught by Snape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kim, do you think the wine in the picture refilled itself, or are there just empty bottles in the frame now? Refilled. I think someone has to come and paint them back. I would love that. <laughs> yeah what i want that would be who's, hilarious who's, who's doing that though who is the Filch. official Phil's <laughs> just Marcus walking around literally would just you said like that when you said white? it yeah <laughs> would he you like nice all the paintings <laughs> yeah Obviously. what what type would you like me to paint <laughs> oh that's funny mia asks what would you spend your time doing as a painting drink Heckle students like Sir Cadogan. Oh, I would heckle students. I would read. (laughs) (laughs) What if you had only one book painted? Oh, no. No, I would travel to other portraits and just read all of their books. Okay. And steal them. I don't know. I'd probably be all up in everybody's business. What's the hot topics? What are the cool jams? Like the surreal? Pretty much. Yeah, I'd want to. I'd go and get all the gossip from everywhere. 
Here's the tea. Yeah, I gossip like girl. Sir Cadogan <laughs> just not so in your face. Yeah. Um, Violet. Bum, bum, bum. Violet is the fat lady's friend's name. You know she's got all the dish. Violet, you're turning Violet, Violet. Kim asks, why do you think Harry always takes Ron's side, even if he's wrong? In Prisoner, he takes Ron's side and turns out Crookshanks didn't eat scabbers. I think it's just a... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just their friendship. They have different... Like, him and Ron's friendship is different than him and Hermione's. And I think that him and Hermione's doesn't really grow to be that level until Deathly Hallows, I kind of think. I feel they like have a, they're always like at odds with each other. They're always yeah. thinking different things. He and Ron think more along the same yep. lines, but Hermione obviously does not. Yeah. Did you see what me? But said? I no. go ahead. Yes. Go ahead. I'll say I was just yes. gonna say, but I do think that like he starts uh, understanding Hermione a little bit more in Deathly Hollows. What did Mia send? She said, "Bros before garden tools." <laughs> a good one <laughs> it's a good one i'm gonna use that later Thank you, me man. too <laughs> oh it tickled me katie k asks what do you think you would splinch if your apparition went badly oh uh, my ear i was gonna say that well i took it first <laughs> <laughs> Just one hair. One hair. Ha! Suck a it. fingernail. Oh, how? That would hurt. Yeah. Would it hurt to have anything splinched. I mean, true. Not but... my hair. Okay, well, you already said that, so I had to come up with something else. What about your eyebrow? That's your already taken. Hair. My what? Arm hair. <laughs> oh, just one arm hair. <laughs> what if it just shaved your leg for you? <laughs> what if I just splinched a hangnail and then I'd be happy because it was gone? Oh, okay, there you go. Katie changes hers to hangnail. <laughs> also, Can't... when you said that tickled me earlier, that is old lady stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that I'm like triple my age. All right. True. <laughs> Like, oh, also, geez, the boomer on Facebook. <laughs> Meg, you said that once. You can't say it again. Wait, what? I said she's a boomer on Facebook. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Jess, oh man. Puff Puff just said, "Can I splinch my anxiety?" Oh, oh, that'd be, be awesome, and I would yeah. not want it back. Just cut it in half, man. <laughs> Kim oh, asks, boy. "Would you rather?" Oh boy, mm. apparate or flu powder? Apparate. You spin it with blue powder, right? Yeah. 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 I'd rather be in a tube. Yeah. It sounds like it'd be over faster. Yeah. And you could, you don't, there's like less, um, like rules. You know what I mean? Like, and less chance to accidentally see someone in the buff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, Kendra, snap answer. You are apparating somewhere right now. Where are you going? Ice cream. Main Street USA. Disneyland. Oh, nice. <laughs> Katie is ice cream. <laughs> I love ice cream. <laughs> it, don't even say an ice cream place. You just say ice, ice cream. cream. <laughs> I'm not picky. I just want ice cream. 
we oh answered gosh. that really fast though i'm really proud of us yeah <sighs> that's, that's oh you're done okay oh bingo i don't think anybody got one did they i don't think so i didn't I see didn't one come see through one. um oh, discord sorry i tried to mention seven so that was a square i don't know any of the other ones that's the only Ravenclaw one i remember ravenclaw one ravenclaw oh showing up for sasa Ah, look, there's, <laughs> there's her little emoji. Good job. Congrats, Ravenclaw. Wait, where's Brandon? Is he here to cacaw? No. Somebody oh, no. better put that gif up for him. Oh, Mia put one in. That's a good one. That's a good one. That is, yes. Oh, there's his emoji. Oh, oh, <laughs> God. Here, I gotta send that to her. Oh, man. Here, I'll send that to Sauce. Oh, oh, I love that people are reacting to that emoji with that emoji. That's <laughs> great. Okay. I got a yawn. Woo. Okay. This fan story, bless you, Iggy, is a special one. Because I dug real deep. It's from March 2018. 2018. Tw wait 2018 yeah dang long time ago all right brian goff i hope you still listen yeah because we're still around this is your moment okay wait this hold on moment. let me see if they're in the group here okay keep going Kate. okay so this is brian goff's potter story hogwarts house Gryffindor, 38% Gryffindor, 25% Ravenclaw, 25% Hufflepuff, 12% Slytherin. Woo! All lions! All three of their brothers, sister-in-law and fiancé, are Gryffindor. Ilvermorny House, Thunderbird. Patronus, Hippogriff, apparently ultra-rare. Ultra Wand, Pearwood with a Phoenix Feather Core, 12 and a quarter inches, and quite bendy flexibility. Quidditch position, chaser i like that man if you send in your potter story put in what quidditch position you'd want to play that's cool okay potter story my potter story began with my fifth grade teacher still my favorite teacher of all time reading the first book aloud to our class i remember being so excited to get back to school during that time so we could pick up wherever we had just left off the prior day after we had finished the first book in class i went straight to the library and checked out their only copy of chamber of secrets before anyone else in my class had a chance I was never a huge read-for-pleasure kind of guy, but I finished the second book in less than a week and quickly moved on to Prisoner of Azkaban. A week later, I was so sad I didn't have another book to continue on to. But luckily for me, I only had to suffer through two months until the release of Goblet of Fire. Hmm. That began the tradition of my dad pre-ordering the books for me, then me hardly sleeping the next two to three days while powering through the newest book as quickly as possible. I vividly remember Goblet of Fire being the only book I would ever bring to silent reading or study time my entire sixth grade year. Yeah. Like so many of the Potter stories I've heard on previous podcasts, the movies came out during a time where I was the same age as the actors, and that made the connection even that much greater. I've enjoyed all of the movies, but I will forever, I will forever be more of a book snob. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry. Yes. He said snub, not snob. There are so many things I love about these books, but reason number one would be that the personal connection I feel to the personal connection I felt to Harry during that point in my life was so strong, especially in Order of the Phoenix when he's feeling shut out and knows that his friends, 
in my case, both my family and friends, are holding things back from him. I literally threw the book in anger at one point. But my favorite book would have to be Half-Blood Prince because of the developing relationship of Harry and Ginny. I'm a huge book Ginny fan and had quite the crush on her, if I'm being honest. My two younger brothers and I recently got matching Deathly Hollows tattoos as well. We tell people who aren't Potter fans it's the sign of the three brothers. I feel like I could keep talking for days, but I love hearing all of your takes and have listened to all of the podcasts in a matter of, of about three weeks. Wow. Thank you so much for bringing more Potter into all of our lives, and I'll make sure to give Swish and Flick a huge shout out when I finally make it to Dog and Alley. And then he added the pictures of him and his brothers getting their tattoo, and I thought that was really cool. Oh, neat. That's awesome. Yeah. I oh, believe cool. Brian is the one in the white shirt. If I read the files correctly. Nice. Brian, I am so sorry it took so long to read your story. I'm glad that we finally got to. I relate a lot to it because, you know, a lot of us grew up with Harry and and that's super Mm -hmm. special. And I also love that you've discovered it at school because that's where I discovered it as well. I must have as well. I I just, man, I really wish I knew. My mama made me get into it. But I don't regret it. I mean, she bought them all and was like, everybody at my work is saying their kids love these. Read them. And I was like, nah. Your mom's (laughs) awesome. Truth. Uh, But thank you for your story. I tried to find you you in our group, but I couldn't, which doesn't mean that you don't listen anymore. You just might not be a Facebook person. But uh, thank you. And sorry we took so long. Yeah. (laughs) But we got there. Yeah. Yeah. I also love your tattoo. A lot of stories, you guys. A lot, a lot of stories. Getting so through we'll, them. We're getting through them. We're just going to keep plugging away. Yeah. Well, thanks, Brian. Also, I didn't pick a joke. Oh, no. Okay. First one I flipped to. What do unicorns wear? Uniforms. Pajamas. Oh. Wow. Not, not pajamas. I mean, they could if they want to, but not according to this book. I love the way you check off the joke after. I don't you're want so, to read them twice. I know, but you're so like matter of fact about it. Check, <laughs> check, check, check. Make sure that you follow your hosts on social media. Myself and Katie are on Instagram at the Petrus Family, and Tiffany is on Instagram at TiffSwish underscore Flick. And actually, both of us are also on TikTok on those same names. If you wanted to follow. I don't do anything. But um, you might. You never know. You never know. So go for it. Go for a follow. It's there. Yeah. It's there. I kind of forget that I have it. To be honest. Um, Mia requested some garden tool jokes. Oh. oh. Yeah. I, uh, uh, do you need help in the garden? Can you not carry all your tools? Get a happy dog. The tail is a wagon. <laughs> Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we both just are like, wow. <laughs> uh, uh, yep. Good joke. Let's see if I can find any more. Good joke. You're welcome, Mia. That was great. Tiffany, what are you up to? Um... I don't know particularly. (laughs) 
My back's been hurting. Do you want to talk about that? Because I've been doing some prenatal yoga. If anybody's mm-hmm. interested, I've just been looking up some stuff on YouTube. But honestly, it's I ho- think it's been helping a little bit. Uh, currently, Marty made homemade guacamole. So good. I wanted to take a bath in it, but you can't do that. I mean, you could, but it's not enough. But I like guac. Avocado does amazing things for your skin. Yeah. Make a little mask. We did that once. Yeah, I did. Actually, it feels really nice. Got jalapeno in it. (laughs) Probably not going to put it on my face. (laughs) Spicy eyes. Ah! I have been playing Breath of the Wild over. So I'm just like having fun. I just I have no particular mission. Like I have. I had to make like a new account for it. I think I've said this before, but I'm just like messing around and just like playing around. And I don't know. I got really sad when they pushed the breath of the wild to date back a whole stinking year. So they pushed it back that far. Yeah. Like next spring. I know. Wow. What happened to my voice? Wow. Wow. Um, Wow. I'm listening to Deathly Hallows. I'm not reading anything physical right now except for like mommy books. I don't know. Just kind of getting my brain ready for uh, the new edition. New Beeb. The new Beeb. Who is wild, by the way, and likes room. They like their own space. I just got kicked. I'm sorry I'm talking about you. <laughs> um, but like if I'll sit like a certain way, I'll feel kicks and then I'll move to where my like, to like let my belly hang and then they're like, Oh, I have space now. Thanks. <laughs> but I think we are officially decided on names, depending That's on exciting. who the person is. Yeah. So we'll let y'all know when the time is right. Probably do the same thing with pictures. There won't be there won't be a lot, but you'll be able to see. We'll I'll post a picture whenever, you know, we'll take a little potter picture like we did with Miss Rose and Cutie Cutie. This, this friend will will also be on the podcast. Crazy. It's gonna be Alan O. <laughs> <laughs> or Alani. <laughs> or Alani. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. No, I really like I really like our names. We we were so last minute with um Alana's name. I remember that. I mean Rose Rose was always there. Um I picked Rose like a long time ago. Like I had I had like a dream with my grandma in it and something about rose so i had that one but then like marty found alana's name like last second so it worked out like and then i remember we had to figure out how we were gonna spell it and we wrote it on the birth certificate and it went through and i'm at the hospital and your hormones are freaking unreal unreal and i remember sobbing because i was like it's too many letters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but we're fine. 
<laughs> I'm funny. all done. Um, I am about 50% through Queen of Shadows in the Throne of Glass series. The pacing in Air of Fire and Queen of Shadows is so much better than the previous ones. Um, so I'm really enjoying it. I'm really bummed because I fell asleep while listening to it today and I probably would have been done with it had I actually just stayed awake and listened. I looked over and you were passed out. I woke up and you were passed out. Yeah. <laughs> I was cuddling with my puppy though. <laughs> I had two kitties on me. Um, And what else? What else? What else? What else? We have a visitor coming like... Next week, Less than Chrissy a week. is visiting. I'm so excited. Our child turns three months tomorrow. Yeah. Our, our latest child. Our, <laughs> our youngest. youngest. <laughs> turns three months. Um, and... <sighs> yeah, I'm trying to find more time to read because I really want to. And I've been doing better. I've been listening a lot on my drives and that helps and... Yeah, I've also just, you know, bumped up that speed Tell and them. threw it 2.7. 2.7. It's fine. I'm I'm understanding it, so. Okay, that's all that matters. It's so crazy, Meg. It just sounds like gibberish to me. But when you're t- when you're tuned in, you're tuned in. Maybe I just can't tune in that much. My brain doesn't do that. I will say I really enjoyed reading Assassin's Blade when I did because of like all the connections that you realize. Like, I don't know if I would have remembered the connections if I'd read it first. Read what first? Sorry, I missed that part. Assassin's Blade. Mm hmm. I'm really, I really enjoyed it though. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. Um, Bill's doing really good at puppy school. Yeah, he's so cute. It makes me want to barf. I love him. He's getting so big. I can't believe it. He like all of a sudden. It's weird because like, you know, there's two of us raising him, so sometimes. When we leave, like, I'll be the one starting the car and Meg will take him out or I'll take him out and Meg will start the car. So, like, we can, like, see him with each other from far away, which is, like, sounds Mm -hmm. weird and dumb. But, like, you notice how much bigger he gets when he's Mm -hmm. further away. So, like, all of a sudden I was like, you're tall. Like, your legs grew so much. Stop it. (laughs) But anyway, fun. Latest thing for me is yesterday me and phil got stuck in the elevator for 40 minutes and that was <laughs> that's what's going on in katie's life <laughs> that was something <laughs> that was uh <laughs> yeah i why did i think why did we go out so fast it was like i he peed in the house oh no he pooped he, in the house he oh pooped he pooped in the house, in the house. and right. we were like okay well let's take him out because we need to tell him right and then katie takes him out and literally didn't even get to go down she went in the elevator and she was trying to get him to sit right and then like her foot hit the door all weird and it got it jammed yeah weird and i like 
looking back, it's like, why did you get into it? You knew the door was going to be weird, but I why walked in anyway. Why did I think that you had something on your balcony for him to go to the bathroom on? We, we talked about, about it. it, but we okay. decided not to. Yeah. Gosh, I can't imagine living in an apartment with Fozzie Bear. He is so in and out. Yeah. I'm I mean, thinking about the getting every it. single time, but like he likes to just like go outside and come back in and go outside and come back in. But also, yes. Yeah, I cannot wait. Yeah. To get a for house. a house. Yeah. Yeah. We're basically you just trying to teach him yard. like mm-hmm. when we're outside here, it's strictly for potty. And then when we go places, then it's you for can fun. play outside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we got stuck and he was a trooper. I'm really glad he was there because it made me freak out a lot less because I'm I had him so, to focus on. I feel so bad. Well, and so Meg was home and like <laughs> literally like we're right next to the elevator. So it was like so frustrating because she's right there. But like I didn't grab my phone. How is she supposed to know? We're also like training him. So in my head, I was like, I know exactly how this is going to go. She will notice that I am obviously not back, but there's going to be like, well, she might be practicing heel with him outside because we've been practicing that. I would think that, oh, well, maybe he was giving her a hard time. So like she's really trying to get him to go like all these things. And I was like, that's just going to tack on minutes that I have to stand here and like wait. And like, I'm not mad at anybody. It's exactly how my brain would work. But like, it was so frustrating because like I couldn't call her. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't yell because no one's going to hear. And like, I, called. I can't believe that I couldn't hear the alarm. Me either. Because Katie was like hitting the alarm in the elevator and like I I didn't hear it at all. But also I was watching a YouTube video. So like maybe I was just real zoned into it. Like, I don't know. I just feel so bad. That's okay. Razor focus. I did eventually. I did eventually realize. And then I was like, I'm going to check on them and see if they're outside. (laughs) So I just like went on the balcony and looked out of the balcony to see if they were down there and I was like they're not there and then I started getting panicky and I was like oh my god I literally I didn't tell you this but like genuinely what went through my head is that somebody tried to kidnap Fillmore because it's like a thing for people to like steal puppies and I (laughs) and then and then I was like in like, what if Katie, like, fought back and then they just, like, took her, too? I like that you think I'm BA enough to fight back. I love that. I love, so, that, I, I love that I fought in your theory. So then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go. I'm going to go down there to see if they're, like, on the other side of the building or something like that. And that was I walked out and I she hit the alarm as I walked out. And I was like, oh, shoot. She was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, and then. Yeah, I'm stuck in here. <laughs> <laughs> I hulked open that door and let my wife out. She was a Wait, hero. But isn't there a button for like? Yeah. So nobody came. She yeah she so called, called somebody them. and they like were being really weird and nobody had come yet. It was this is the second time we've been stuck in this elevator. Last time was with Meg. This time was with Phil. And like last time, push the button, it dialed. They picked up right away. They're like, okay, we connect to somebody. It, it might be like a half hour, but somebody is coming. Great. Okay, at least I know the plan. Poop? Right. I'm glad I didn't have to. Then this time I call them and it dials and then I get like an automated voice and then I get hold music and I was like, oh, this is not faring well. Then I get the lady on the phone and she's like, okay, like forever. And then she's like, okay, um, just keep hitting the alarm button every now and then. 
And I have to disconnect with you so I can try and call somebody to come help you. You can call back if you want updates. Well, this doesn't sound great. It's not like it's a weekend or anything. That is not what happened whenever it whenever me and Kate got stuck. It was like so smooth. They called and they're like, okay, um, I got somebody. They're on their way. They'll be there in 25 minutes. Literally in my brain, I was like, okay, so how I'm getting out of this is waiting for Meg to come out here whenever she does. And then I'm either going to have her get me out or she's going to call the front office and then they'll call somebody. Oh, my God. I was just like, I just wanted to get out. I'm so glad. I was so nervous to like touch things on the door because I didn't want to get shocked. Can that happen? I don't know, but I was like, I was nervous. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. I was nervous. So I like, first of all, because like elevator doors are like two parts. So yeah. like I, I now pulled we know open these- the first part and then you can see like stuff like that make like mechanisms. You know what I mean? So Mechan- I was like, I was like, okay, like I know that there's something that they did to open it for me whenever we were stuck in here. So I like tried a couple things and it wasn't budging, wasn't budging. And then finally I was like, I'm just going to touch this metal thing. I hope I don't get shocked. I didn't know any of this went through your head. And it sprung open and I was like, yes. (laughs) Her life on the line for Katie. When I heard Meg's little voice coming through there, I was like, I'm saved. And then I saw her little fingers come through. I was like, Phil, look at your mommy. I was so excited. (laughs) He licked my fingers. He was so excited. Oh, so that was my anyway, adventure. that's a story. And I'm over my cold and I've been able to start running again. So I'm happy. That's my Yay. life right now. Train that dopey. Yep. Working on it. Do you want to know a funny story and then I'll be done? Other than me getting it stuck make- in the elevator for 40 yeah. minutes? This guy at work today, he ordered a dopio espresso, which is just <laughs> two shots of espresso. So then I'm like passing it out in the window. I go, here's your dopio espresso. And he's like, did you just call me a dopio? And I was like. Uh, <laughs> he's like I've been called a lot of things moron oh. idiot but I've never been called a dopio <laughs> I was like oh, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks dad <laughs> oh man oh, I'm like huh, you're funny mm. oh that's great anyway well that was fun <gasps> yeah. that was fun yeah this is for not getting stuck in the in-between or elevators. Mm-hmm. Eels and escalators. Eels. Oh, I just connected with it. Anytime I don't understand what you're saying, it's probably SpongeBob. 100%. Okay. Eels. <laughs> Meg, you haven't even seen that episode. Escalators, escalators, escalators. You can end the episode now. Okay. <laughs> That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. Amazing! Just my voice! Edie has a non-alcoholic beer that she is drinking. That's interesting. Tastes like beer. Mm. (laughs) Tastes like beer. (laughs) Brew without compromise. A brewski! Mm Mm-hmm. Two shakes of a lamb style, kids. What on earth is that? Bro, you're going to need to not bang on the floor because it's going <laughs> up on the mic. I don't know what the heck. Bro. What was she doing? Hammering? You guys building stuff up there, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> well, mission accomplished. <laughs> Love you. Goodbye.
<laughs> her horse oh. had to wake everybody up. That's what the horse oh. oh, okay. Okay, okay. So that totally makes sense. Got it. Right. Okay. Bye, Swishers.